This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. What's good, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. You put us together. We're presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Ten minutes away. Give or take a second or two. We're going to have our producer, Shannon Panthor, play at us in this year's Super Bowl. And what questions do we have about those players? We're going to pick some from Kansas City and some from San Francisco. We'll make it equal. We'll make it equitable. And it's going to be fun coming your way in about 10 minutes when Shannon Penn says this player in the Super Bowl, what question does Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas have about that, that play and those players that comes your way in about 10 minutes? And speaking of players, there's always a player, Harry Douglas, in the Super Bowl that no one is talking about now that may have a hand in deciding it. Could be an X factor, could be somebody known, whatever that is. If I throw that at you and I say, Harry Douglas, the years you played in the NFL, you know these two teams well. You studied these two teams well. If there's a player that could decide this Super Bowl that no one has been able to speak about to that level that they should, who is that player? For me, it's going to be second-year player for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, George Kalafis. Okay. What he's been able to do in year two, year one, 2022, he was a rookie and was able to perform at a high level. Had six sacks last year, but got that experience being able to win a Super Bowl with this team. This year, we talk about Chris Jones and how meaningful Chris Jones is to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, George Kalafis had 10 and a half sacks, the same amount that Chris Jones had. So he his second year is better than his first year on top of. You know, being second in sacks during this playoff run that they're on right now with two and a half. So for me, if Karloftis is able to be dominant and and play the way he's played all season long, he can be a difference maker in this game that no one is talking about right now at the moment. Okay. I like that a lot because that's a guy that, once again, Kansas City always seeming to find players that a lot of people may have said, I don't know, maybe. And all of a sudden they get those they get those players, and those players are a lot better. And they, then you feel like you missed out on somebody when it comes to a guy who played big-time college football. He didn't play in a terrible conference. We're talking about a guy that played power five football when it comes to Carl Loftus. I'll give you one that is the engine of that football team and I don't think has been talked about enough that he could impact this football game. That guy's Devo Samuel of the San Francisco 49ers. It is noticeable when he was injured and not there. It was noticeable when they did not get the ball to him the first half of the NFC Championship game. The minute that Kyle Shanahan said, um, has anybody seen 19? <laughs> Coach, he's over there. Well, how about we get that guy to ball a little bit more? And the minute that they got him rocking and rolling and rolling and rocking in that second half, the quarterback felt better. Christian McCaffrey felt better. The offensive line blocked harder. The defense felt better. That kind of pressure that he has that affects a football team does not get talked about enough. We know how great great, great rivalries are in the National Football League. Like Tyreek Hill, we saw what he was able to do for the Miami Dolphins. But I don't think there's a wide receiver that really is the engine of their football team the way that he is because he gives them an attitude. He gives them toughness. He gives them a presence, even more so than the roughnecks that they got on that side of the defensive ball. When you got Nick Bosa and Fred Warren and Dre Greenlaw and all those guys. But when he's doing his thing, the 49ers feel like the 49ers. When he's not, when you take him out of the game, they're not the same football team. No matter how terrific Brock Purdy has played, no matter how great Christian McCaffrey is, the best running back in the National Football League, that's a guy that I think should be talked about a little bit more because when that engine is right, it's because their fuel is Debo Samuel. When he's not part of that fuel, when he's not providing that fuel, that engine, Harry Douglas, they're not the same football team. 
And I think he he's so valuable to this football team of San Francisco, and Kyle Shanahan understands that. We've seen in the NFC Championship game, he only had three touches at halftime. What Kyle Shanahan did in the third quarter is get Debo Samuel to football five times, right? Because he understood that, hey, I got to get this dynamic playmaker the football, whether it's passing, kick returns, giving him handoffs, and just letting him be able to use his run-after-catch ability, his strong body to be able to elude defenders. And, you know, Debo Samuel did a great job of that. That that's what he's known for, being able to break tackles, run wild, and just being that physical presence. And he's a lot bigger than people give him credit for. I remember seeing mm-hmm. him at a bowling alley one time and I'm like, damn. What bowling alley? Uh it was in Atlanta. It was it was an it was an event okay. um at Atlantic Station. And I was like, Man, I didn't realize he was this big. Yeah. Is he a good bowler? It was more so, you know. In other words, no. <laughs> but no, it was more so like we hanging there. Okay. Didn't bowling. Okay. Yeah. So no bone. There, there was bowling pins. Yeah. It was a bowling alley. Yeah. It was really a club. Basically. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> want to make sure I got to the bottom. In so, of that. so many words. Yeah. Okay. I just want to <laughs> just want to make sure we understand each other as far as that goes. I, I didn't even bowl that that night as I just caught a cramp in my hamstring. Lord have mercy. Gonna be okay. I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those electrolytes in your system. Gotta get that pickle juice working. <laughs> Oh, no, you, no, Shannon. I, I don't want a banana. This is a first <laughs> in radio in the 19 and a half years I worked at ESPN Radio. I have never encountered a host having a cramp while doing this show. I'm washed up, man. <laughs> I, stuck my, okay? I stuck my right leg underneath the chair and immediately okay. it started cramping up. Man. Immediately. You gotta get some. You gotta get some potassium in your system, bro. I know, I know, I know. You got some good and some water. Yeah, you gotta get some potassium before your assium <laughs> cramps up. <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to Harry though, because most people, when you get a cramp or a Charlie uh-huh, one, uh huh, yeah, like you can't do anything. You can't do anything. Like you stay calm, looking at your face. I right know, now. really. I got that that right leg locked out. Uh huh. Try to get everything. Yeah, everything set. Is uh-huh. that a top five worst? Like common experience for people, like you're you're laying in the bed oh, and the calf cramp comes oh, up. Man. Oh my goodness! Well, well, well one of the worst is when not not when you land in the bed, you you know having a good time in the bed, <laughs> and it may happen, brother. Dan. you have to take us there? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're having a good time on Love Friday. Next thing you know, you didn't call the cramp. Love Friday it's cramp weekend. <laughs> Everything that went from excelente to ah oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> finish the job. Oh. You got to stretch for all physical activities. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, all, that's right. Make sure that you stretch before, <laughs> during, and after this public service message brought to you. What a disappointment. Oh. <laughs> Mood killer. The cramp. <laughs> nah, seriously. This hasn't. This never happened to me before. Nah, seriously. First time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the excuse, right? <laughs> and then, and you know what the answer usually is? If it's never happened to you before, how do you know what it is? Hey, you know I've been, you know I've been at practice all day, man. You know I ain't, I'm dehydrated. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. What a terrible first impression. You, you going to be okay? <laughs> I just want to make sure you're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, because I'm good. Because we, we know cramps can be like deer. There's never just one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm going to stand up for the, for the rest of this segment. Good idea. I'm going to go down two cups of water. Uh-huh. After we're done with this segment. Whatever you do, do not run. No, no. They, they take your time. Limp along. <laughs> Make sure you get there. 
and back in one piece and cramp less. Don't forget about ESPN Radio this weekend to get you ready for the Super Bowl. No cramps are allowed. Playoff preview with pros airs multiple times this weekend on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Oh, my goodness. I'm so weak right now. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Nobody important on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at HDOS83 says, here's one player no one's talking about but could have an impact in the game, Ray Ray McLeod of the San Francisco 49ers. Return. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We seen last year Kadarius Tony before he started having the dropolitis in 2023 yeah. make a big difference in that ball game he for really the Kansas did. City Chiefs and put them in, yeah. you know, excellent uh, field position. Yeah, I like that call from Nobody Important. Hang out with us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN at HDouglas83. You heard his voice about two minutes ago about saying this has never happened to him before. He is Shannon Penn. He never cramps up when he delivers like we know he's going to deliver. He's going to give us a player in this year's Super Bowl. It could be anybody from the Chiefs, anybody from the 49ers. And we'll tell you the biggest question we have, or maybe the only question we have about that player, Shannon Penn, the floor is yours on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. All right, so we're going to show deference, and we're going to start with the Kansas City Chiefs since they won it all last year, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, Harry, Rasheed Rice, the rookie wide receiver, what question do you have or what do you need to see from him in the Super Bowl? For me, can you continue to be trusted? and make the best of your opportunities. Patrick Mahomes this season, he was the second leading receiver on this team. Uh, When you talk about receiving yards, can you continue in the biggest game of the year to be trusted by the standard, the greatest in the game at the moment? And we all know if Patrick Mahomes, if he trusts you, he's going to get you the football. That's what we've seen from Andy Reid as well as a play caller or offensive guru, I should say. Uh, So, Rasheed Rice, can you make the best of those opportunities that we know you're going to get and continue to be trusted by Patrick Mahomes? My biggest question about Rasheed Rice is, can he get 100 yards receiving? Ooh. Because I know he has the ability to do so. There's going to be a lot of attention on Travis Kelsey because we've seen against the San Francisco 49ers defense. And Harry's pointed out, you can run outside on them, but you can make plays inside in the passing game on them. The Detroit Lions feasted on them in the first half when they got that running game going and Amara St. Brown making catches over the middle. LaPorta making catches over the middle. When they ran a screen, it was not an outside screen. It was a middle screen. Rasheed Rice has shown that he's not afraid to go across the middle. If he can do that in the threat of the middle of that defense, I wonder if he can get 100 yards and reduce that kind of pressure with Travis Kelsey getting all that attention. All right, Freddie, what question do you have about LeJarrius Sneed? My biggest question about him is, how much will he be trailing Devo Samuel? Because if they believe that he can cover and McDuffie's no joke at corner as well. That guy had an all-pro season with the Kansas City Chiefs. But Snead in the playoffs has been unbelievable, blanketing anybody, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends. Will he be the guy to travel with a Debo Samuel? That's the question I have about LeJerry Snead of Kansas City. Yeah, for me, can you shut down Brandon Ayuk? And I, I get it, Freddie, Debo Samuel is is – uh, a solid player for them. But the way Debo moves around, the way he's in motion all the time, I don't know if they want to put LeJarrius Sneed on Debo. Okay. But Brandon Ayuk is the route runner of this football team when it comes to those wide receivers. So is he going to be able to shut down Brandon Ayuk from having those explosive dynamic plays that get this offense started? All right, Harry, what do you need to see? What questions do you have about Isaiah Pacheco? Can you continue to be an angry runner? Angry, <laughs> angry man. Like Martin says in one of his episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's the leading rusher in, in the playoffs right now. And they've been able to count on him. Can he continue to be that guy to be counted on? My biggest question about, say, Pacheco is 
Not so much will he run angry. We know he's going to. I think he runs angry in the sidelines warming up. That's how he is <laughs> with the kind of ability that he has. Imagine what he looks like when he gets a foot cramp. Oh, my God. His whole body must seize up like a car engine without oil. That's what that probably looks like. He, he just told Michael Robinson he's trying to run through somebody's face. Right. Yeah, like he, Marshawn Lynch spoke yeah, about. Well, that's what he does. My question is, how physical can he be against a defense that prides itself on being physical? Mm-hmm. Because he's going to be meeting Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner a lot because those linebackers, they're, go- they're going to make things awfully, awfully physical. Isaiah Pacheco will not back away from that physicality. My biggest question is, can he win that physical battle when you got him in the underrated offensive line and those two linebackers that are going to be hunting and be the bloodthirsty pirates that we used to see that we have not seen a lot so far in the postseason from the 49ers defense? He is Harry Douglas. and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We did the Chiefs version of when we say this player in the Super Bowl, what questions do we have about those players? So the Kansas City Chiefs had their turn. It is time for the San Francisco 49ers. And once again, it's Shannon Penn's turn. All right, Freddie, I'm glad you mentioned the 49ers defense. That's where we're going to start. What question do you have or need to see from Nick Bosa? How early can he get started? Because they can't have – they can ill afford to have him wait until the second half when he made that charge and getting after the quarterback. Because at times in the postseason, really down the final part of the regular season – We've seen Nick Bosa go impact less for the San Francisco 49ers. As much as Fred Warner is the captain of that defense, the heart and soul of that defense is Nick Bosa because when he's making plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage, either threatening the running game or sacking the quarterback, the level is raised for San Francisco. They had to wait until the second half for that to happen. And once he showed up, that defense took on a new level. How early can he get started having an impact because they're going to need it early, late, and often from Nick Bosa of San Francisco. For me, for Nick Bosa, are you going to be able to set the edge and not allow receivers and tight ends to block you and take you out of the play? That's something I, I, I believe that's very meaningful in this game because we've seen that in the playoff games that the San Francisco 49ers have played so far, right? Yeah. Receivers being, being able to block defensive ends of the San Francisco 49ers that allow plays to get out to the edge in which we've seen a lot of big plays for the Green Bay Packers and also the Detroit Lions. So can you set the edge? All right, a lot of attention on Travis Kelsey this week. But let's look, at the, let's look at the other tight end, Harry. George Kittle, what questions or what do you need to see from Kittle this week? Can you match Travis Kelsey or be better than he is in this game? I think that's very important. Tra- uh, George Kittle is going to have to play a big role if the San Francisco 49ers, in my opinion, are going to win this Super Bowl game. So can you match or be better than Travis Kelsey? Because in the Green Bay Packers game, in that playoff game, he had four catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. And they had to deal with him, especially in the second half. In the game against the Detroit Lions, once again, he had an impact that took a little bit, but not as much. Only two catches with 27 yards, only three targets. If he's going to do that, that's my biggest question. How many targets is George Kittle going to get? Because if Debo Samuel is taken away early, if Brandon Ayuk is taken away a little bit, those corners are able to match up against San Francisco to allow that defense of Kansas City to get home because they still they can get home before, but they know that Spagnuolo is going to dial some pressure. More often than not, tight ends in the middle of a defense can beat one-on-one pressure. Can George Kittle do that when Kansas City brings that kind of pressure? And it can't be a late thing. can't be a second-half thing. can't be a lack of targets thing. They may have to go to him a lot earlier when Steve Spagnuolo dials it up. If they keep him in the pass protection, that means they're really relying on their wide receivers because their offensive line can't block that pressure of Kansas City. All right, Freddie, what question or what do you need to see from Fred Warner? I don't have any questions about Fred Warner. 
I know that brother's going to show up. <laughs> I don't have any questions about Fred Warner. You can give me questions about Brock Purdy, maybe Christian McCaffrey, but Fred Warner, nah, there's no question about him. No matter what is going on, 54 in the middle, he going to be there. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's bad. But 54, he going to be there. I have no questions about Fred Warner when it comes to Sunday in that Super Bowl. So I have one. All right. What game-changing play is Fred Warner going to be able to make? Whether it's an interception, a forced fumble, a sack, mm-hmm. a, 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 a big hit. Which type of game-changing play will we be able to see from Fred Warner? That's my only question. All right, one more. We got to close with the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. what question or what do you need to see from Brandon Ayuk? Can you win one-on-one consistently? We know the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to play man coverage. They don't mind. They feel comfortable doing it, whether it's McDuffie, whether it's, um, you know, LeJarrius Sneed. Mm -hmm. But also, you better keep your head on the swivel when LeJarrius Sneed is in press coverage because he's been known to you got jacked up. To jack up wide receivers, you don't believe me? Ask Tyreek Hill. Got him slipping and sliding all over the ice like he was ice skating. <laughs> Keep your head on the swivel uh-huh. and understand what's going to happen to you if LeJarrius Sneed has a staggering stance with one foot in front of the other one. That's my biggest question, trampoline off what you just said. He had three catches each in both playoff games. My biggest question is, will he get started? Will he make those kind of impact plays? Because we've seen him do that when they've taken away Debo Samuel, when they've taken away George Kittle. He's had some off-the-hook games when it comes to Brandon Ayuk. They may need that a little bit more on Sunday because he's going to see press coverage. And if he can't get off it, if he can't win those one-on-one shootouts, no matter who's guarding him, whether it's Snead or McDuffie, you can't have just three catches in this game if you're Brandon Ayuk. you got to have a little bit more than that. The hell about that San Francisco 49ers passing attack? Freddie, when, when someone in our group or we've seen someone on film mm-hmm. getting jacked up by a cornerback, right. man, we used to laugh so hard in our wide receiver room. Hey, find him, man. He over there getting hemmed up like a pair of pants. <laughs> Hit him with the max. <laughs> Embarrassment to the group. You never want to be that guy Ooh. in the wide receiver room and you can't get our press coverage and they see it and then they clown you about it in the Monday morning, Monday evening meeting, the film session? It happened to me twice in my career. Who jacked you up? It was um, uh, Champ Bailey. Well, he's done that to a lot of people. And then it was also Joe Hayden once. Well, he's done that to a couple of people, And I too. got a personal foul the next play. They call a slant to me. I ain't run the damn slant. You, you, you slanted right over to him, right? I got to go get get back. <laughs> you you decided to. Personal foul. You decided not to do a DYJ, do your job, just to get some frontier justice? Came off the field. Coach said, man, we called a play to you. I don't give a damn, coach. <laughs> man jacked me up like a pair of pants. Got to go get my get back. Instead of being a team player, you chose individual don't, achievement. Don't throw it to me. <laughs> Got to go get it back. Sean and Raleigh, he has a like-minded story with Harry Douglas dealing with a little bit of a cramp issue that he's trying to work out. Sean has a similar story at 888-729-3776 on Freddie and Harry. Big Sean, what you got? Man, guys, so I'm leaving two a days from a uh, – Division two basketball, and my grandmother stays in a high rise close to the college. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I skip the calf, you know, drink a little water, you know, a little Gatorade. As I'm going to get a plate from my grandmother, man, I catch a Charlie horse in the Ooh. back. Ooh. And as she rubbing me down, it goes to the other one. Man, my grandma threw me that Morton salt, man, and just told me to get out of her house and make a plate, man. She <laughs> make an wow. Me, man. 
Hey, Sean, what did you where did you play basketball at? Uh, Benedict College, man. Oh, so I appreciate you guys giving a shout out to Benedict football team too earlier and or last year on the radio, man. I appreciate that. Hey, Sean, here's something for you. My God rest his souls. My father in law and mother in law are graduates of Benedict in South, in South Carolina. They are graduates. BCBC, you know. I have the Tigers all day, every day. You know that. You know that. Wow. I'm loving that. That's pretty dope. That's, that's a dope moment. That right is a there, really man. cool school. Benedict, I mean, you can't run into people who've been to Benedict that don't want to talk about their school. That's how much they love that school in South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina. That's pretty it. cool. That's pretty cool. By the Benedict, top 15 in the country in Division II basketball and, and the, for the men. They're pretty damn good when it comes to the Tigers and the SIAC. That, that, the athletic programs have been more than special down at Benedict College. Rep your school, College. too. I like when people uh, represent absolutely. the school that they attended. Yeah, no doubt about that. And plus, well, his, that poor guy trying to get somebody from Grandma. Here's your Morton Salt. Now get out. <laughs> get on out of here, boy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm done with you. It's time for you also to continue to weigh in at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harris going to take care of that cramp to make sure it doesn't affect the rest of the show. So when he comes back, we come back. Which team are you rooting for on Sunday and why as casual fan? Nothing against Chiefs fans. Nothing against 49ers fans. But you're a casual fan. You don't have a rooting interest. Who are you rooting for to win on Sunday between San Francisco and Kansas City and why? Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Sirius XM Channel 80. And I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Number one, Harry Douglas. How you holding up? How you feeling? I'm okay. Got the leg locked out. Uh-huh. Just want to make sure. Got mm-hmm. Had to two clear cups, that cramp. Nah, two nah, 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 two nah, cups nah, of water. Nah, I got nah, my nah. third sitting in front of me, Freddie. So uh-huh. Okay. We're going gonna to handle it. Uh, yeah, or it'll handle you. <laughs> <laughs> One way or the other. I text my wife, baby, I got a cramp. I need a massage when I get home. What was her response? She haven't responded yet. Do you think she will? 
Yeah, she will. Okay. <laughs> what you... time is it right now? She's picking up the kids from school. Okay, it's 531. We're going to be on response watch <laughs> from Mrs. Douglas to that text. I hope she doesn't her. reply back. You don't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> She, if she does, the blooms off the rose, huh? Ain't that some BS if she replies that? <laughs> if she does, you better tell us. <laughs> Don't hide that information. Oh, <laughs> Don't hide from us because we know that's not what you do at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Casual fan getting ready to watch the Super Bowl. We firmly believe at least $122 million are going to be watching Sunday's game. We know you're going to be one of those people. As a casual fan, who are you rooting for to win on Sunday between Kansas City and San Francisco and why at 888-729-3776? Richie Rich in Virginia, my friend, where do you stand? Brothers from another mother's. Listen, I'm a Giants fan, as I always say. I don't care what I'm with. I'm here. Patty Mahomes (laughs) taking the Super Bowl. Hey, listen. I got to – you know what? I'm rooting for you guys to okay. win on Sunday as well. Love okay. y'all from the bottom of my heart. How do y'all make such a seamless transition back to sports from Love Cramp Friday? <laughs> <laughs> y'all are awesome. Love y'all. Friday. That's tremendous. Honestly, I, I will say this, though, Freddie, because <laughs> we talk so much about this, how we're able to have fun. But yeah. then instantly lock back into whatever the subject is. Absolutely. And and, and also the chemistry never gets lost. And it, it right. may, I think it's a testament to everyone on this show and how great we are at one another. And, it, yeah. and it's truly a testament that it's okay with your coworkers mm-hmm. to like them. Absolutely. It's, it's <laughs> to actually like the people you work with. It doesn't have to be adversarial. I'm glad Rich and Virginia asked that question in terms of how do we do that because it's it's something that you can work at, but if it feels like hard work, then it's not going to be natural. Yep. It's not going to be transparent. It's not going to be real. And not for nothing, a lot of people place a lot of faith in us because they believe both of us together can make this work. The last thing I want to do is put egg on the faces of Harry Douglas, Devin Kane, Shannon Penn, Justin Craig, Liam Chapman, because they all believe that this could work between me and you. The last thing I want is for those guys – to have people looking and say, why did you put those two clowns together? Yep. That's not working. I'm going to do everything I can each and every second as long as we're together. And I, want, I want that to be as long as possible. I want to be to infinity to justify the faith they had in us to make this work. So those words from Richard Virginia, they mean a lot to us. We stand on the shoulders of those words as far as that goes. And I echo that even more, especially when we've asked for one another. We did. Yes, we did. We we beg for one another. Take it behind the curtain. Exactly. When we were trying to figure things out, and y'all, I got to be honest, because I I love to be real with the listeners. Uh huh. There was a time where I was not in a good place. Now, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I know. I was not in a good place. (laughs) (laughs) And Justin Craig, our boss. Hey, if there's anyone you Uh want to work with, and Uh and and trust me, he didn't have to do this. He did not. You're and right. I was like, man, yep, I love right. Freddie. <laughs> like, if I could work with Freddie, I, I just – the chemistry was there from day one. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt about that. I got the same question. I had the same answer. <laughs> yeah. You know, because believe me, I've been asked that question before about people in the past. And I, was, I like to work with so-and-so. Then they give me a different so-and-so, and the show stunk as far as that goes. <laughs> that was the last thing I wanted to happen as far as that goes. One of our favorites is Easy e Eric in New York. Eric, my man, who are you rooting for to win on Sunday in the Super Bowl's casual fan and why? Gentlemen, how y'all doing? We're good, brother. How are you, my man? How you feeling? 
I'm feeling great, man. I'm telling you, I'm feeling great. And, you know, I just want to echo what y'all are talking about, that chemistry. Y'all got great chemistry. It's so much fun just just listening. And that's how I feel, you know, when I go to work. There's certain people you can always kick it with. Uh-huh. But it's great, man. It's really great, man. So let me tell you, man, um, I'm going with Mahomes. And the reason why I, I feel like he's on that GOAT journey, and I want to see, I want to see it through. I want to see that greatness. You know, come through. By the way, Eric, how's and the grandbaby? How, how's the grandbaby doing? By the way. Oh, they're doing great. Um, she's going to be coming home soon because uh, she had a C-section, so um, you know, she had need a little bit more time. Right. But she's going to be home. Man, I'm, I'm to the moon, man. Cause this is grandson number three. So you know, I got the little three now. So I'm gonna call up, uh, you know, uh, Ice Cube. So he got the big three. We need to start the little three now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Easy. What else you got, real quick? I know you had something else. Oh, okay. All right. Um, being a Giants fan, I can't root for the 49ers. Just can't. Only time I root for the 49ers is when they play Dallas or Philly. Other than that, you know. But I, I, I'm Mahomes on the on the goat journey. So man. You know, let's let's see it happen. But we're gonna have a great time. We got a Super Bowl party going, man. We we're gonna be great, man. That that's that's a topic y'all can maybe kick out, man. That's what people are gonna be doing for their Super Bowl party. Um, but uh always great talking to y'all, man. I love you guys. You're the best. Much love back to you, Eric. Oh, don't worry, we'll be doing that on Friday. You better believe it. That that's gonna take over the show on Love Friday. That's gonna be like Love Food Friday <laughs> when it comes to that. I can't wait to hear the response from people, what kind of Super Bowl etiquette, party materials that they're going to have, as a matter of fact. And, and I'm excited for this Super Bowl because there's a lot of dynamic stories leading up to this game. You Absolutely. also you have Usher that's performing at halftime. You know how big that is for me, Freddie, being from the south side of Atlanta. And by the way, all Usher songs on Love Friday. We're yep. doing all Usher Love Friday music when it comes to that. So send in your suggestions at FD, meaning at Coleman ESPN, and at HDogs83, what Usher love songs you want to have make that list for Love Usher Friday because he's going to perform at halftime of the Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes on this GOAT chase, I think it's 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 huge, mm-hmm. right? And, and and I'm going to continue to say this because I, I don't think I could tell people this enough. Right. Enjoy and embrace what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now mm-hmm. because it might be a time in your life when you say to yourself, Man, y'all remember that time when Patrick Mahomes was yeah. doing this thing and he was consistent and mm-hmm. you, you could pretty much pencil him into the AFC uh, uh, championship game in a Super Bowl? Yeah. There might be a time now yeah. where mm-hmm. we don't get this. Yeah. So embrace, embrace this while we can. It, it, it reminds me so much when people ask me who are certain athletes that you miss playing that they could play forever, who would they be? In basketball, if Dr. J, Larry Bird, Walt Frazier – Magic Johnson, and for me, Kobe Bryant could play forever. That'd be all right by me. I heard that. And Patrick Mahomes is getting to that level with me. There's certain guys you look at and say, man, that guy could play football forever. I feel I feel that about John Elway of the Denver Broncos, Emmitt Smith of the Dallas Cowboys, one of my Lawrence Taylor, even though he terrorized my team for 10 years as the New York Giants. There's certain guys you look at and say, man, they could play forever, even the torture my team. That would be all right by me. Todd in West Virginia, 888-729-3776. Terrific Todd is a casual fan. Who are you rooting for to win this Sunday and why in the Super Bowl? Hey, what's up, guys? Been a few weeks since I talked to you. How you doing? Good. How you feeling, Todd? How's everything, man? No, I'm all right with my hands, by the way. I'm doing all right. Uh, anyway, uh, 49ers, it would be nice to see Kansas City, um, but WVU – and him, uh, he never beat us, by the way. But that's not the reason I called. Um, I, another reason I love your show. Warren Moon earlier, man. Yeah. 
you guys asked him the question of, you know, what would he do in today's game or would he enjoy today's game? And, you know, modestly and jokingly, he said the money. This is why God didn't give me the talent to play in the NFL because I would have been like, can you imagine me in today's game with, like, Curtis Duncan and Tony Jones and, and being able to go across the middle, Drew Hill, and me being able to, on that run shoot, you know, to get to the outside. Like, could you imagine how many more yards in his career if he would have been able, no disrespect to today's game, right. but if he would have been protected like quarterbacks are today? That's a great point. That's a great that point. That was the run-and-shoot offense, right? Yeah, with, yeah, with, with June, Mouse Davis and June, June Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, exactly, when Jack Party was the head coach and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a chance to study that offense because June Jones was one of the coaches um, for the Seattle team in right. the XFL last year that's now the UFL. So being able to talk to players that played for June Jones back mm-hmm. in the day yeah. and how so many people said he was actually before his time. He really was. Especially when you see how offenses and how they're able to get down the football field and how you know they pass the football frequently in today's game. Mm-hmm. He That offense literally won Andre Ware Heisman Trophy at Houston because college football had never seen anything like that. Miles Davis got that whole thing started at Portland State, at that time a Division II school. And people were like, what is this run-and-shoot offense? And all of a sudden, you see derivatives of the run-and-shoot offense. You can look at the Kansas City Chiefs offense at times with the kind of half-roll plays, Patrick Mahomes getting out there quickly, getting the ball out of his hands. You see a lot of those run-and-shoot concepts and wide receiver combination concepts in the National Football League and in college football. People said Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan's dad, when he was head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, about to play the, the, I think they were about to play the Los Angeles Rams, and he called that the Chuck and Duck offense because they were running the run and shoot offense, and they tore Philadelphia apart in a playoff game with that Chuck and Duck offense. You see a lot of those run and shoot concepts in the National Football League and the college football. Well, I talked to Michael Haynes, right, and, and, and mm-hmm. the way he was able to benefit from that offense playing in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, yeah, with uh, Chris Miller as the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. and I, I believe June Jones was the OC at first yes, he was. under yep. Jerry Glanville. When, Jack, when Glanville left Houston. Yep. And, and th- think about that in the early 90s, being mm-hmm. able to have, you know, a ton of success being able to do that. Yep. And mm-hmm. then you look at today's game, man, the, the, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. You had Haynes, you had Andre Risen, they yep. were the catch the football. And when he got injured, Chris Miller, Billy Joe Horbert came in and had a couple of effective times as well. Deion Sanders wanted to play wide receiver in that offense. And he's playing defensive right. back on the outside when they were too legit to quit in the early 90s hey, with that hey. one and shoot offense, no doubt about it. By the way, if you missed that warm interview, if you missed that warm interview, excuse me, you can hear it on the Freddie and Harry podcast. It's available right now on the ESPN app and ESPNRadio.com. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Keep weighing in at 888-729-3776. As a casual fan, who are you rooting for to win on Super Bowl Sunday and why? 888-729-3776. And when it comes to those two teams, of course, San Francisco and Kansas City, which organization needs to get that Super Bowl win more? This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Wednesday Groovathon known as Freddie and Harry with my man Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio in a couple of minutes. We're going to let you know exactly which organization we believe has to win the Super Bowl more this Sunday between San Francisco and Kansas City, of course. But one of our favorites is unique in New Jersey. He's got something to say about who he's rooting for as a casual fan to win on Sunday and why at 888-729. Three seven seven six. You you unique. What you got, my brother? Profess. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, Profess? How you? Yeah, I'm good, my man. What it do with you, my friend? 
man, you know, sitting tight, man, sitting tight, sitting tight. You understand me? <laughs> Big time. What's up, baby? How you? Doing good, man, on this glorious Wednesday up in New York City, not far from you over in Jersey, so mm-hmm. I'm doing good. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, I see you had a little couple, a little, little complication going on over there, huh? <laughs> yeah, man, I had a cramp. I'm up there, still got the water with me no, right now. No, no, Unique said it best. You had a little complication going on over there. <laughs> Unique said it best. Yeah, you know, I, listen, listen, man, I can identify, you know what I mean? But I, I can't tell you my story, so we'll leave that alone. But uh, the water help you. The water definitely will help you. But uh, listen, man, I want to add on to what I was dealing with as far as um, the, the way you two uh, flow together, man. It's it's really, I, I just seen last night, uh, What's the boy, Clyde? Clyde and Breen, man. He's yeah, been 25, 25 years. years. Yeah, for MSG covering the Knicks and doing Knicks games. Yeah, yeah. good call. Good call. And, and, you know, and you know what they said? They said that the thing that made it so easy, because Breen was a big he was a big fan of Clyde. That was that was his hero. But he said what made it so easy was it's just a conversation that they was having. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's not like his work. It's just a conversation and talking on the radio. But you two vibe together so well. And also, you know, there's no ego involved. So... You know, y'all keep doing what you're doing, man. I don't know if you want to do 25, but, you know, do what you do until the, the, the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Appreciate that. So need. now let me let me get to this here. Uh-huh. Let me get to this. You know, this thing ain't no, I ain't no casual fan, man. I'm a man that put my paper where I think it's going to uh, maximize its potential for me. Okay. And uh, the understand I have right now is uh, 15 pops got pulled over with a DWI, man. So that, 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 that got me a little... They got me a little hesitant right now. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, uh, concerned about that. Okay. Um, I'm hoping that's not on his mind because I need 15 to be 15 come Sunday, or uh, or, or, or it is not going to be a good day for anybody in this household. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, with, with that being said, you know, I, I, I I'm sure that uh, 15 is that type of dude. And listen, I'm gonna give a couple flowers to the, to the boy. Uh, what's his name, Purdy? Yep. You know, listen, man. Hey. Get off the boy, man. The boy is doing what he's doing. He's doing what others chose not, could not, and chose not to do. That was pick higher than him. So, you know, his talent is superseding what it is. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.